Hey, everybody, it's Russ Story, your money, your story. It's good to be back, good to be with you. And we're going to talk about a few things here today. We're going to talk about $1.2 trillion infrastructure program and what that means to you as a retiree. We're going to talk a little bit about um, how is best for us to to draw an income from our retirement capital. When it comes time to retire, okay, we got some money in different buckets. Well, how, how do we need to, to, to disperse this? What's the smart way to take care of that? And also for a few minutes, we're going to talk a little bit about Social Security. When it makes sense, should you take Social Security early? We're going to talk about that in today's show. Hang with us. Yesterday's gone. It's gone. It, it took off and left us, didn't it? So we got to worry about today and tomorrow and right now, and then we're looking forward, right? That's what we're all about. So uh, I want to share with you some things that uh, we've gleaned over the years, been doing this for over 25 years. We, um, I am Russ Story. I am principal and CEO of Story Wealth Management Group. We're um, in about 14 states, I think now from California all the way over to Georgia and the East Coast. So uh, we're here to do everything that we can. Hopefully, we're going to have more fun than a financial show is supposed to have. I think it's illegal if we have too much fun talking about personal investments and personal finance. But you know what? We're going to push it, push it. We're going to push it. Okay. So anyway, thanks for being with us today. And uh, hopefully, uh, I'm going to bring you some information that will help you. So uh Let's see um, if something comes up in the show today and you say, well, golly, I, I want a little more information on that. You send me an email, rstory at storywealth.com, rstory, like a book, R-S-T-O-R-Y at storywealth.com. Check us out at storywealth.com. That's the website. You can actually email us from there. Also, if you say, well, you know what? This is this is kind of cool. I, I, I want to hear what else Russ got to say. Um, you can subscribe to our podcast. You can check us out here on Facebook Live, but you can also subscribe to the podcast uh, on Apple, Spotify. Who else, Hannah? Uh, Google Podcast. Yeah, well, we got we got quite a few, but you can go online, go to storywealth.com, and you can find out how to uh how to uh subscribe. And that way when we have a podcast, boom, it comes right to you, right? There's a follow button on the link. Oh yeah, follow button on the link. That's all good. So uh wanna talk a little bit about this uh 1.2 trillion dollar infrastructure bill. Um I I believe uh quite honestly, just to give you some some kickback here from a guy who I sat back and, and taking a look. You know, I, I really want to approach this in a positive manner. I think there's some really good things in the bill. Um, a lot of people get really nervous when we're starting to throw a lot of money around, and $1.2 trillion is a lot, especially on the heels of the COVID. I understand that. But there are a few things that we need to consider, and I think we need to, need to be looking at here. Um, I believe that probably – we're going to be be able to meet the objectives and spend the money. There's an awful lot of money that was set aside for COVID that hadn't been spent. So it looks to me like um, the the uh, legislators have actually, you know, used some 
use some gray matter and they've come up with a, uh, the deal. So, so that hopefully we can, we can get some of this spending that needs to be done quite frankly, uh, without, uh, having to go off the deep end on, on raising taxes and whatnot for, for this particular spending. So it had bipartisan support and that's all good. If you take a look over the top, okay, give you an idea, China, it, they spend about eight and a half percent of GDP on infrastructure every year of late, eight and a half percent. The United States is spending about 2.4 percent of GDP on on maintaining the infrastructure that we have. You can say, well, it's different, Russ, because China is a developing economy. It's a developing country. Well, hopefully we are too. We just, we're going to expand our GDP and we're going to grow our economy as well, but we certainly have to have the infrastructure to do that. One of the things that you, you see a lot of times, if you go over to Europe, I've done that. You get over there. Let me tell you what, it's like Ireland. They have an amazing infrastructure when it comes to technology and education. Um, You don't have problems with internet like we do here. They, they, they're whipping us there. There's, there's a lot of places in other countries. When you go to those countries, they're light years, it seems, ahead of us when it comes to technology and the infrastructure that's going to power a lot of the future and a lot of the future growth, I think. So this is all good. Another thing is we got a bunch of bridges out here, and they're kind of falling down, right? A lot of these bridges were built in the 40s and 50s. I mean, some of them go back further than that, but – you know, we've got to maintain these. If you notice now, you see a lot of bridge activity being being done. I think that's wonderful. Our bridges are falling down, and we got to do 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 what what's necessary to maintain our infrastructure and not take it for granted. Roads, build, you know, uh, bridges. There, there's a lot of things going on. There probably this is going to create millions of new jobs. Um, I, I don't know how you could see a whole lot real negative about that. I mean, there's, um, you know, Eisenhower, I believe, back a long time ago, he laid out about 41,000 miles of interstate highway. And that was, what, 25, 28 years ago. So that's a tremendous thing that he was able to do. You know, one of the things that concerns me, okay, is that sometimes here of late, we can get balled up into doing stuff and things get bogged down and we don't accomplish a whole lot. We don't get a lot of bang for our buck. I mean, one of the things that comes to mind in in recent history, uh, the big dig, the big dig is one and a half miles worth of tunnel that was going to, you know, go over to to, um, the airport in Boston and gonna 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 help traffic flow and and keep you know uh, vehicles out of downtown Boston. It was going to be great. Mile and a half, I think. Um, originally, it was going to cost you know a couple of billion dollars. I think. I think the estimate says now that it cost about twenty two billion dollars, and it took forever to get it done. You know, um, we defeated in four years. Okay, in in the nineteen forties. In four years, we defeated Nazi Germany, uh, fascist Italy, Imperial Japan, okay? And and we were able to do that in four years, right? We, we saved Britain. We came in, liberated France, did a lot of amazing things in four years, right? 
Well, one of the things that concerns me, it took us about 25 years to add one runway to Hartsfield International Airport in Atlanta. So, so I, ha- I hope we, we, we hadn't lo- lost our groove, right? I mean, so, uh, but there's a lot of things that I think potentially, and again, I'm going to look very positive at that. Also, we've got this um, revised uh, child tax credit. Uh, you're going to hear more out of that from me in the next couple of weeks. Now, next week's show, we're going to have Mr. John Lott coming to be with us from um, from the bank. And he's going to come and we're going to talk a little bit about how to not be a victim of scams and this type thing. So I'm looking forward to that. Be sure and tune in for next week. Um, we'll, we'll hopefully have that posted next week as, as we have uh, Mr. John Lott come and, and talk to us about about uh, how to protect ourselves from fraud and this type thing. Um, so, you know, again, I, I want to reiterate who you're dealing with. I'm Russ Story. We're Story Wealth Management Group. We're a full servant and fur. Talk about that way. We're a full service investment banking brokerage firm. We've been doing this for a long time. This ain't our first rodeo, okay? And um, we uh, we serve hundreds of the most incredible, awesome wonderful people uh on the planet and that's our clients and if there's anything in the world that i can do for you or your family if you're listening today um don't hesitate <clears throat> excuse me give us a call 912-384-0030 or send me an email our story at storywealth.com check out our our website story uh yeah, storywealth.com and let us hear from you, okay? Let us hear from you. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I was reading not long ago. They said the two happiest times in a person's life, okay? One is when they go off to college and they get to, if they go off to college, they, they go off and they, they they have fun because they're away from their parents, and apparently that's a, that's a good time, right? They get some freedom. They get to go out, and those college days are pretty cool. But the second one is uh, from the age of uh, of retirement. Okay, <clears throat> so you know, enjoying this second childhood without uh, parental supervision—that's what I like to call it. That's we call it retirement, right? So if you're four, five, ten years away from retirement, if you're trying to to figure out what you need to do and and where you are then that's kind of where we come in to help, okay? If you're two or three or five years into retirement, that's a good spot for us. There's a good chance that we might could help you. Spend some time with us, talk to us. Now, look, anytime you set an appointment with me, that first consultation is free. It doesn't cost a dime. I'd love to talk to you. If you've got friends, neighbors, family members that you think, well, oh, Joe's about to retire. He's not sure what he's going to do or how he's going to do it. Now, that's a good spot for me, okay? You give us a call, 912-384-0030, or send us that email, okay? So we'd love to talk to you. So so the next part of my program today, I want to talk about income because a lot of people don't realize, they say, well, you know, should I take Social Security at 62 or 3 or whatever, or should I just wait? That's one question. I'm going to hit that in a minute. But after that, they just say, well, okay, I got what I got. I got Money in the 401k. I got some savings out here. Maybe I got this. I got the other. Okay. <clears throat> What's the best thing for me to do? Well, quite frankly, um, you know, so, so where should I? Well, it depends. Okay. That's, 
I'm sorry, but that that's a that's a financial advisor answer to a lot of questions. It depends because everybody's situation is going to be different. But typically what we try to do is allow for, as, as a general rule, every situation is going to be a little different. But what we try to do is, is to allow those tax-deferred investment accounts, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 457s, those type plans to, to cook as long as possible because we find that you're going to be, <coughs> studies show, that you're going to be better off if we can defer those typically as long as we can, especially with if, you know, if we don't have any non-qualified money, then we, it's like social security. If you need the money, you need the money, right? But one of the things that we find is that that strategy and what we'll do a lot of times is we'll create at retirement, what I call, um, I call them uh, buckets. Okay. And one bucket will be designed to generate the income stream that you need in addition to Social Security or a pension or whatever you have if that if that needs to happen. And the investments inside that bucket that's generating your income, we need to have the right type of investments inside that bucket to do the job. Okay, Believe it or not, uh, there's income now investments, income later investments. It depends on your situation with Social Security, whether you're going to be taxed you know, as far as how we're going to pull from what bucket. But a lot of people don't realize there's a, there's a, there's a, a huge difference and we can really stretch out or, and make that money last longer because there's a good chance that you might live 20, 25, 30 years in retirement. And you need to plan for that. Not only do you need to plan and make sure you're drawing out of the right bucket at the right time strategy wise, but another idea is that, you know, you want to make sure that you're, doing everything you can to to prepare for inflation and and, and the rising prices that we know are, are going to happen. So bucket number one may be provide me some income now and send me a monthly check, Russ, with this money. And this money over here, I want to leave this money to my kids. That's that bucket. And this money over here, I want to grow this money so that I can, you know, addition uh, supplement my my retirement income at a different time. You know, a lot of people think that what I need to do is I just need to start drawing a withdrawal from my <clears throat> 401k money and, and leave it invested because it's done pretty well. You know, 401k's done pretty well. I, I don't think I need to talk to Russ about it because my 401k's done pretty well. Well, there's two different phases in life. And something that you might not understand is there's something called sequence of return. Sequence of return works for you and on your behalf while you're accumulating money and wealth in a 401k or putting any kind of systematic investment in there. And that, that kind of helps. So that, that works in your benefit most of the time. But one of the problems when you start taking money out, it can really, <clears throat> you don't realize sometimes, but the mathematics of sequence of return can be devastating in bad times. So it's my determination, and I believe after doing this for 25 years, that there's a better way. You need to have a bucket for this, a bucket for that, a bucket for these, and all that. So I would encourage you, if you don't understand what I'm talking about or you want more information, um, I do not believe it's in your best interest typically to just start taking a withdrawal out of 401K. Okay, You, you need to plan ahead. And you need to have a, a, a system, a plan put in place so that you can have an income plan so that for the next 20, 30 years of your retirement life, then, then you, you, you've got a plan in place and you can go and you can do and you can enjoy that, 
second childhood without parental supervision that we talk about. You can enjoy that without having to, to worry yourself to death because you know your better plan and you've done everything that you, you can do. Okay. You know, there's a lot of different components here. Is there money in a non is there IRA? We talked about that. Hey, did you guys hear about that guy, Peter? I think it's Peter Thiel. He's a, he was one of the founders for PayPal. I mean, this guy, he's got over five billion billion with a B, five billion dollars in his Roth IRA. Isn't that amazing? Okay. Now, who wouldn't want to have five billion dollars in a Roth IRA? Now, what's cool about a Roth? Well, first of all, <clears throat> that Roth IRA grew and it grew what? Tax free. Okay. A regular IRA does as well. But here's the kicker. He can draw money out of that thing as a retirement income, and guess what? He doesn't pay any tax. Isn't that incredible? So in the planning process, we look at that. We look and see if there's any way that we can, you know, help out, if we can reposition things, if maybe we need to do any what I call uh, tax bracket harvesting. Maybe we need to take a look at, at doing some uh, conversion to a Roth. Maybe that'll be in your best interest and your kid's best interest. But anyway, that's something that um, that's we want to we want to look at. But what we try to do is help you to figure out a way to pay the least amount of tax on the income for as long as we can. Okay. One of the things we do sometimes is we'll actually on purpose spend some of the, the capital We'll have the money growing over here deferred or growing or whatever, and we'll actually actually deplete some of this over here so that the IRS doesn't tax you so much on, on just so that they don't look at it from a tax standpoint that you're just drawing interest. So there's some real smart ways, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to manage the distribution of your retirement and your retirement assets. Um, next thing I want to talk about, is yeah, any questions, please give us a call. Okay. 912-384-0030. Hey, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. If any of this kind of, you know, piques your interest or you think, wow, I want more information. Well, you give me a call. You send me an email. One thing I promise, you send Russ an email, I will, I'm going to respond. If you call me, you call me on the telephone. I don't hand you off to somebody else. I'll return that phone call. Okay. I mean, right now I, I can, I'm, I'm going to do that. And that's my promise to you. That's my commitment. Okay. So, you know, <clears throat> we need to understand also that when you're drawing social security, that the IRS, we call it provisional income, where if you're making so much money from different income sources, they'll go in and they'll, they'll do what's called calculate on a, the provisional income. And you they'll with, sometimes they'll pull back in as much as 85% of your social security income, they'll pull that back in and, and tax you on that. Okay. Now, many times there's ways that we can, um, you know, apply different withdrawal rates or do different things with investments to try and keep that, um, that provisional income tax down so that you don't have to pay, you know, so much tax or especially that, I mean, but you, they'll, they'll pull as much as 85% of the, your social security benefits back in and tax them. And that's that, in my opinion, that that's, yeah, I just talked about a good piece of legislation. I think, I think that stinks. Okay. You worked all your life. You've already paid tax on this and then they're going to tax you again. Yeah. So I think all the planning is necessary is what you need to do. 
to try and make sure that you can not do that if, if, if at all possible. So um, we look at this, <clears throat> excuse me, we coordinate for tax efficiency and, and when we're considering the, the different buckets. Okay, so I want, I want to change gears a little bit on you. Okay, I'm going to talk about Social Security. I'm covering a lot of ground quickly. There's no segue. There's no Social Security. Okay, first of all, I want to say this about Social Security. It's complex. Now, a lot of folks are complex. How, how, how tough can it be, man? I mean, I just decide whether I'm going to wait and take it or whether I'm going to go ahead and draw it early, right? I mean, there's really, <clears throat> I take it when I can or I'll put it off and wait, right? Now, if you go in and look, there's an, there's an IRS website. It's actually a Social Security website. It talks about there being over 92,000 combinations on how to take Social Security. 92,000. You just thought it was to take or not to take. That was a question. But it's complicated. You know, I would encourage you to talk to a professional, okay? One of the things that we do because of the people that we deal with, we know a thing or two about Social Security. We understand a good bit about the distribution, the different options, and we've got analytical tools to help our clients to determine when and how and where is best to file your Social Security. Now, you can do it the old-fashioned way. I'm going to call up over in the Social Security office. Hello? Yeah, this is Ralph Smith. Um, I think I want to start taking my Social Security. Can I do that now? Well, yeah. Okay, bye. You know, that's not planning, all right? That That's not – and it's, it costs people – mega bucks over the years because they haven't planned properly and they hadn't sat down and, you know, talk to a professional, talk to a retirement planner. Okay. I'd encourage you, you know, you know, so one of the big questions we get, you know, I got us, should I take it early or wait? Well, you know, <clears throat> there's pros and cons. Let's look at some pros and cons to that. Okay. Taking social security early, right? If I take it at 62, <clears throat> well, one of the things at 62, if you wait really for the next, you know, from four years, okay, you're actually going to increase your benefit per year by about 8% a year. Okay. And that's just number one. So that's a, a, um, a negative to, to, to taking it early. I mean, there, there's a lot of places out here where our clients have done very good investment wise, but I don't know that 8% on a, you know, a, a guaranteed increase is something that you just want to not consider or pass by, right? <clears throat> so, you know, I think uh, now there's also, uh, you know, if you say, well, if I wait till 66, I've missed out on some of those checks. And that's true. And I think the break-even age is around 84. It depends on how you look at it or whatever. There's a bug in here, Hannah. <clears throat> you see that bug flying around? We're going to have to spray. We need one of those foggers or something so you can get rid of that. Some of the pros to taking money over, uh, go ahead and taking it early, um, <clears throat> 62. Uh, one, if, if you need the money, you need the money. And one of the things you can do, it, if you go in here at 62, and at 62 you start drawing the income and you say, well, eh, I don't think I needed to do that. Maybe. I, I'm not so sure. Well, you can do a do-over. One of the provisions that you may or may not know about. You can go back and say, well, I want a do-over. You can undo it. <clears throat> okay. That, that's something that uh, I know sometimes people, people have actually, have actually done. Um, but if you just need the money, you need the money, right? So, um, but you get um, um, no reduction, of course, and benefit at 66. If you wait till then, you don't have to worry about 
you know, working your, your job, uh, causing some offset or whatever. So that that's pretty good. But <clears throat> the bottom line is with social security as well as, <clears throat> excuse me, your, <clears throat> excuse me, your, your entire tax planning situation, income planning situation, I would encourage you to seek out a professional. If you don't talk to us, talk to somebody who's got some experience, <clears throat> somebody that, that's been used to dealing with these type of questions for a long time. So <clears throat> anyway, I guess I'm losing my voice. But anyway, it's all right because it's about time to, to set you free. So, hey, it's great being with you. I appreciate you. Um, you know, if you have a question, need anything in the world, if there's any way we can benefit you, hey, give us a call. 912-384-0030. Be glad to talk to you. Sit down, answer some questions for you. Won't cost you a dime to sit down with us, okay? Hey, uh, have a great week, and God bless.